donation jar if you want to give any money because that's cool. Um, but we also have a Venmo that's at Mutiny Radio, all one word. And it's weird because our logo is like not really our thing. It's like there's Bert and Ernie on it. I don't know. It's life as an anarchist is hard. Um, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. And stay safe and uh, have a beautiful night. Yay! Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, director, Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing. Despite of their size, please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I am Italian and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini and before that the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I 
am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. We are deep into the happy hour. We're a couple minutes in. We've got some comedians that are all together outside socially distanced together in spirit not actually in practice just in spirit please remember that happy hour open mic is a clean mic because we're projecting onto the street at 21st in florida and although we have a permit from the city that says heck yeah go ahead and do that we have neighbors and they have children and they don't want to hear our terrible f swears in their delicate ears so it's not that hard not to swear, I promise. So please, 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 please do your best. Also, uh, we are here for safety. We've got all the safety. Um, a lot of comedians have their own mic condoms. I have mine in my pocket. If you did not bring your own microphone or your own mic condom, by the door there are purple gloves. And I invite you to take one of those purple gloves and use it as a condom, a five-fingered condom, over the mouth of that microphone. It, don't worry, it doesn't dampen the sound too much. All right, also there is a bucket over there for donations because boy, do we need it. Um, COVID was really tough on Mutiny Radio and somehow I kept it alive. So, I don't know. My parents don't think I'm a genius, but uh, whatever, I did it, yay me. Okay, I'm gonna come around, do a couple jokes. We're gonna get this thing started. Clap your tushies. Yay, clap, clap, clap. Here comes the pitch, and it comes in wide. Fresh mic condom, fresh condom on the mic. How is that first sound-wise? Everybody can hear it? Need to be a little louder? It's good? All right. Hey, here we are on the street. Hey, how you doing? Comedy on the street. Good times. Uh, yes. Hey, new guys, new girls. That's exciting stuff. That this, this first name can't be a real name. Sometimes when you look at names on the list and you're like, that's, that's a stage name. There can't be a real. I'm going to look at your ID after. Because I don't believe it. I also don't believe, okay, no, it, I can hear it. You know how, like, when you talk into microphones so much, you don't know if you can hear yourself on the speakers or not? That's what's happening to me. Uh, I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, for the night. Hi, guys. You look like you're 17. I know that the mask is weird, but show me that pretty mouth. Are you, how old are you? I was 18. I was a year off. See, if you were young, one year younger, that would have been really inappropriate. But this, in this case, no problem. 18, yeah. No, it's, how did you hear about it, young man? He told you. All right. Well, cool. You're not Ian, though. You're not Ian Langlands. I can't tell. Everybody looks the same with masks on at this point. I'm like, I'm supposed to know everybody from their eyes. I was walking down the street, and a, and a gentleman, he's like, Pam, Pam. I'm like, I'm not going to, I can't tell who you are. With the, It's just going to be even more awkward than it usually is. Cool. I don't remember anybody's names ever. That's why you wrote them down on this wonderful list. I'm so lucky. Uh, all right, so I'm going to, when I come out, I'll bring out the little horn, 
and a little timer. When you hear the horn, it'll go wow, wow. Uh, that means you have a minute. So uh, that's how that works. Uh, don't it ain't ain't no nation like a donation. Uh, hook us up. That would be cool. Uh, also, please remember this is a clean mic because of our neighbors, so no f swears. You can say flip. You can say, you know, darn. I mean, whatever. You're gonna be fine. Don't worry. Don't get don't get too nervous about it. It's it's not that tough. Uh, all right. Your first comedian of the night has an amazing name. Put your hands together, everybody, for Johnny Casino. Let's watch full-length movies on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. Let's watch it's jokes to heart. Not duh like duh, I also oh, that's funny. It's duh like French, so it's jokes. Follow me now. Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Why would I have sex with an orchid? Don't ask. But one thing that I do know that a houseplant won't do, that a crappy boyfriend will do, is cheat on me with my cousin over the weekend. One thing that a houseplant won't do is steal my credit card for foot fetish porn. Which doesn't make sense because you can get that for free online. Am I correct? <laughs> Anyways, that's my time. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Liz Randall, everyone. Yay! Liz Randall, that was lovely. I feel like I'm so much closer to you now. Yay! Uh, I realized recently that no one will give you crap for not wearing a mask if you're eating or smoking. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, <laughs> which is so much more healthy, you know what I mean? You know? I'm gonna go in and get a cigarette during our next comedian's set and just get it, I'm gonna walk out in front of you. I'm sorry, I'm apologizing before I do it because I like to ask permission rather than beg forgiveness. But I do love to smoke and what I realized, I used to, I used to really worry about where I blew my smoke, but now your kid is wearing a mask. So I don't care. I'm blowing the smoking wherever I want. Uh, your next comedian, she's smoking hot. I just wanted to use. I'm just you know practicing my. I don't actually know you, but you are really pretty. Uh, but I also don't want to like. I don't want to like be the. I don't want to sexualize you and be the patriarchy. I'm like be the change you want to see in the world. Stop being the patriarchy. She is, she's really, are you smiling though? She's so much prettier when she smiles, you know? Put your hands together for Morgan Anderson, yay! I'm kidding about the smiling thing, she's really pretty. It's the weirdest condom I've ever seen. <laughs> How are you guys doing? 
Yeah, she's really loud in there. You guys, not so much. How are you doing? Good? Yes, thank you. My name's Morgan. Um, you know what I don't understand? I don't understand why during a good meal, people describe their food as an orgasm in their mouth. I feel like I've had a lot of orgasms in my mouth and none of them have tasted any good. Um, I was catcalled today, and uh, I don't know why every time I say that it feels like I'm bragging. Um, I was catcalled today by a homeless gentleman. Um, I don't know why I said gentleman like he was wearing a suit, <laughs> but he was, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he was kind of hot, and I know that we're not supposed to like, like it, and we're supposed to get really mad, but I have very low self-esteem, so... Um, he was cute though. He kind of had this like Christian Bale vibe going on. Um, if instead of becoming a method actor, he just stopped at meth. Um, I bought some pepper spray today <laughs> and I looked on the back uh, to read it as we do. Um, and the back said it was uh, 12 ounces. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm gonna need you to quantify this with something that makes sense. Like, I need to know how many rapes are in there. I feel like, what is a rape equivalent of 12 ounces? Is it one rape per ounce? I don't know. I feel like that's the information that we need. Um, I have a theory that God was the first sexual predator. Uh, hear me out. I don't think anywhere in the Bible does he ask Mary for consent. Nope. He just, he just flies in through a window one night bangs her and then flies back out never to be seen again <laughs> I think that immaculate conception is just a fancy way to say ghost rape to be honest and um, it checks out because in the Bible it says uh, man was made in God's image so it makes sense as to why so many men are rapists uh, <laughs> yep it's too real is it too real? Sorry. Sorry about that. So sorry. This is comedy. It's supposed to be, it's not supposed to be real. <laughs> Fuck. Shoot. Um, did you guys know that there's a four women category on Pornhub? Yeah. All the videos are two and a half minutes long. The woman doesn't come and she ends up going home alone to masturbate. Yeah. It's a, it's a hero's journey, really. Um, I was also reading that women tend to date men that resemble their fathers, uh, which would totally make sense as to why I'm so into necrophilia. <laughs> My dad's not dead though, really. He's just dead to me. Um, I don't understand why men want to fold me up during sex. Are you trying to make me physically and emotionally smaller? I feel like I'm just lying there with my legs behind my head. I feel like a U.S. gymnast at a doctor's appointment. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't realize how heavy of a sleeper I was until the woman in the apartment next to me got stabbed to death. <laughs> um, based on how many CAPTCHA tests I failed, I'm really starting to believe that I am a robot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they should have robots make the test to decide what is and is not a robot. Like, find the crosswalk. 
apparently the sign on the crosswalk isn't actually a part of the crosswalk and a Vespa is a motorcycle? No, I don't think so. I feel like I feel like they should ask questions that only humans would know the answer to. Like, what is love? Although I'd probably fail that too, so whatever. Um, how much time do I have? Okay. Um, so I'm in my 30s and uh, I started getting laser hair removal down here. And what they don't tell you is that it doesn't fall out all at once. So for the last eight months, it's been falling out bit by bit. Yeah. My vagina looks like it has cancer. I'm thinking about getting it a little scarf so it doesn't feel so insecure. It kind of looks like one of those homeless dogs Sarah McLaughlin's been trying to sell forever. Every time I take my clothes off and look down, all I hear is in the arms of the angels. <laughs> all right, guys, thank you. Keep it going for Morgan Anderson. Yay! Yay, and then yay! When you get old, you get uh, actually gray pubes, and then, oh, yeah, and then it gets real. <laughs> then it gets real. I have such a shock of gray pubes. It, it's like, um, it's like I'm that 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 character. That what's her name? Who reads comic books? You do. You're 18. Come on now, the one with the stripe in her hair because she touched something rogue. Yeah, I'm like rogue. <sighs> rogue agent. Just a big shock. Cool. I thought you would read, are you more of a manga fan? Run, ma. No. I'm just trying to stereotype because I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm really excited for your next comedian because he's young and we are an all ages place because we're outside and we've always been all ages because, you know, we're just a radio station. Uh, I'm super excited that he's here. Uh, please give it up for new comedian, Jeffrey Chen. Yay! There's the condiment there. never had sex before so uh, <laughs> just like for my first time having sex I'm gonna be reading a manual do you guys remember that uh, phase you had as a little kid where you wanted to have this one job like firefighter or a truck driver or president so I had a brief phase where I wanted to be a white supremacist which looking back at it now is moronic as you know clearly you can both be a white supremacist and a president at the same time it was the early uh, 2000s, I was seven or eight years old, and back then I lived in Illinois, where our economy was primarily based upon cows, corn, and undiagnosed clinical depression. And I had a soccer game at a, a pretty rural area, so my parents dropped me off and I asked, Mom, Dad, can you watch my soccer game? And they laughed and drove off. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need therapy when I grow up, but this is fine. So I'm walking to the soccer game, but then I hear some cheering. So I changed directions to follow the sounds and it's a parade. Dozens of people were marching down the street, people carrying American flags, people cheering, people in long flowing white robes with white pointy hats. I remember thinking, it's August, isn't it a little early for Halloween? And it was quite an odd parade. Some of them are raising their right arm 45 degrees into the air, you know, to block the sun from getting into their eyes. But what really caught my attention were the signs they were holding. And the biggest one was a sign that said, in big scrawling words, white power. And I was like, Yes, I too support renewable energy. <laughs> and one of the marchers goes up to where I am and he's passing out candy and pamphlets which say to join the Ku Klux Klan and he's giving it to kids and parents and he reaches me and then he completely ignores me. And I'm telling you, I was devastated. I did not see that coming. 
I'm Asian. The only place I should be rejected from is Harvard and my family's dining room table. So I leave the parade, and I was like, they're wearing cool costumes. There are dragons and wizards. I got to find a way to join. So I play my soccer game. We get crushed 14 to 0. I get home, and I hop on my computer, wait 30 minutes for it to boot up because I'm using Windows XP, and then do some searching. And the thing about looking up the Ku Klux Klan is that you only have to type in the same three letters, but I forgot which letter it was. So I go down the entire alphabet, like AAA, no, BBB, no, CCC. I felt like a six-year-old who failed kindergarten due, due to a crippling meth addiction. Uh, 11 tries later, I get on the KKK website. I wait 20 minutes for it to load because I was using Windows XP. And then, and then the website loads. And I look at it for the first time and I feel shocked. It's absolutely disgusting. The web design was complete shit. <laughs> there were shitty JPEG images all over the place, and you know that when you're trying to drag an image onto like a Word document and just like explodes? Yeah, that was the entire KKK website. The text was all warped around images of clan members. Basically, they segregated the images of white people from the text, which was black. It was a real clusterfuck. And that's the only time I can swear, right? Okay, thank you. Okay, seriously, what is the deal with hate groups and shitty sex, sh shitty graphic design? Like, you never see someone who's openly racist and also good at art. My favorite thing in the world is when some racist dude or neo-Nazi spray paints in swastika, but it's all wrong. Like, the lines are all messed up and at the wrong angle, like an octopus had sex with a multiplication sign. I guess they like Hitler so much that they also want to be bad at uh, art. But I'm not here to critique their, like, crappy web design. I'm just there to set up, sign up. You know, it's 2008. It's not like they had Squarespace or anything. Like, uh, this racism was brought to you by Squarespace. Use code white supremacy for 15% off. So I find the requirements to join, and I'm thinking, do I have to audition or something to get in? I mean, I can wiggle my ears, and I'm seven years old, so I can play a useless piece of shit, which I think the KKK is very familiar with playing. But I read the requirements, and it's just two sentences. It says, the first one says, we, we are here for the white race, blah, blah, blah. And the next one says in big, bold letters, no Jews, no Catholics, no blacks, no Mexicans, and no Asians. And I was offended. I mean, it was racist, but that wasn't really it. It's because I'm an American. In America, we're free to make choices. Now, did I want to join the KKK? No. But did I want the option to join the KKK? You can bet your star-spangled ass that I did. And honestly, not taking people's money who aren't white Protestants is a pretty shit business strategy. Just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I can't contribute to your cause. For instance, I'm pretty good with coming up with taglines, which the KKK really needs a new one. Their current slogan is, we must secure the existence of our people in a future for white children. And that's boring as shit. Here's a better one. The Ku Klux Klan, we, why be wrong when you can be white? I no longer want to be a white supremacist, now I actually want to be a comedian, which my parents might actually be worse, but I log up the computer, it takes uh, 15 minutes to close because I'm using Windows XP, then I hear my dad. He goes up to me and he asks, how was the soccer game? And I tell him, it was okay, KK. Thank you, I'm Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey Chen, yay! What a what a what a beautiful monologue you had. I can't wait till you memorize it. Yay! No, it really is. You're very funny, and that was really good writing. It was a really good piece of writing. Really good political satire. I enjoyed it very much. You should send it in to Stephen Colbert or something. Does he still do shows? I don't know how that works, but I enjoyed that very much. Yay! I have a. I didn't wear my jacket tonight that says F Trump on it, but. I like to wear that sometimes, too. Your next comedian, he's another young man. I'm so glad he's here. He's pretty new as well. Put your hands together, everybody, for Donald Toggart. Yay! There's condoms and stuff. Yay! 
All right, so, ooh. there we go. So yeah, my name's Donald, I'm 18, and uh, I'm working on improving myself. Can you hear me now? Okay, thank you. So yeah, my name's Donald Taggart, I'm 18, and I'm working on improving myself, so there's a lot of work to be done. Um, one of the little things I've done is uh, I set up my Instagram to alert me when I've been on the app for at least 15 minutes that day. So now I get a friendly reminder that I'm wasting my life away whenever it's 12.15 a.m. in the morning. And uh, the other problem with staring at my phone screen late at night is that I don't have my eyes on the road. And uh, it's probably wrong for me to make that joke because uh, my parents actually passed away in a car accident when I was six. Um, they were both drunk and to be honest it was their fault considering they made me the designated driver. But. Uh, don't worry, they're not dead. Uh, I got them home safely. Um, but it's interesting, though, that video games are the only ones blamed for having a bad influence on teens. Because I think... Sorry. No worries. Because I think uh, Mario Kart actually affected my ability to drive. Um, one time, in real life, I was shooting down an alley as a shortcut, and I saw a cardboard box in the middle of that alley. And I was like, oh, I'll run it over, because I'm like Mario Kart. That's how you get the power-ups. And um, inside that cardboard box, there wasn't any um, mushrooms or there wasn't any turtle shells, but there was a homeless woman living inside. Um, so the police showed up and uh, they seemed mad. So they asked if I killed the woman living in the box. And um, I told them, well, I don't think she's living in there anymore, but they asked if I killed this homeless woman in her home, which... That statement doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but the whole situation seemed kind of suspicious. And they asked uh, why I was driving down an alley that late at night. So I told them the honest truth and I said I was looking for mushrooms. Um, they seemed concerned. So they said uh, the hallucinogenic ones. And I was like, no, 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 no. The big red ones with the eyes that make you go faster. And then they arrested me. So on a different note. I wanted to tell my crush that I liked them, but I didn't want to come out of the closet at the time because I didn't want her to find out that I snuck into her room. Thank you. Yeah. I'm actually straight, and my type tends to be four-year-old bitches, but that's not pedophilia because in dog years they're 28. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but I hope everyone's doing well, but probably not, considering this is mostly people doing stand-up. A good half of us probably have some serious mental issues. Um, I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Um, because if you're doing stand-up, you're probably trying to cope with something. A comedian without mental health issues is kind of like a sex worker who has had a good home life. Um, I have good coping skills for when I'm sad, though. I've noticed when I'm sad, exercise really helps. Whenever I feel distressed, I go jump on a trampoline. I actually found a really good one right under the Golden Gate Bridge. And, um, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, yeah. My therapist, they're great, though. But sometimes I feel like they ask me questions that they should already know the answers to. Mine asked, uh, Donald, how hard is it for you to find uh, someone to have a conversation with? And I told them and reminded them that I have to pay them $60 an hour. And they also asked if I was dealing with any relentless, nagging thoughts. And I said, yeah, my girlfriend. And they didn't really think that was an appropriate thing to say. 
during couples therapy, and apparently neither did my ex. Alright, so all my material has been pretty depressing and edgy so far, so I'm going to lighten it up a bit. Now? Yep. Oh yeah, I heard it, yeah. What is white, black, and red all over? A truck mowing through a BLM protest? It was dark. Thank you. Tugger, yay! Hey, the way you use a microphone is you put it up next to your mouth. Yay! No, it's okay, you're new, you're super new. You'll learn all of these things very soon. One of them is everyone has to hear you to hear your beautiful, wonderful writing. Because I know there were jokes in there because I could tell that you wrote them because you were reading it off your phone. So that's how I could tell. I'm not, I'm just making fun of you a little, but it's okay. No, I, <laughs> Joke Workshop is on Monday. It's at six o'clock and um, you get to learn all of these things. And then we're, we give four minutes and you get four minutes of comments by your comedian peers and stuff. And it's fun, you're cracking up. Cause it's, but it's true though, but it's hard to do, they're 18. It's the first time they've ever used a microphone. Not everybody has a microphone tattooed on their arm. You know what, you wanna know the best? You wanna know the best thing? You'll never be able to do it again. But karaoke is the best way to pack practice comedy. You ever wanna learn how to use a microphone? Learn how to sing into it. Problem is we can't do karaoke anymore because we're not allowed to use, bah, you can't, we're not allowed. Even if you bring your own microphone, I'm like, can we sit? Can I get in a glass room and sing karaoke so I can feel good about myself? Because this comedy thing isn't doing it. It is. It's doing it just fine. Uh, your last comedian at the open mic before we get it. I hope you all stay for the for the 7 o'clock show, which would be great. There's a donation bucket over here, too, because boy, do I need money. <laughs> uh, being a socialist. I'm a socialist living in a capitalist economy. Man, did I love that unemployment stuff. God bless California. Without the unemployment that I finally am going to be getting, this place would have died. So thank you, California. Yay, I've lived here my whole life, and you're helping me. I love the sun and the sky. I will never move to Canada. I promise. I'm not going to gentrify that nation. All right. You're a uh, last comedian of the open mic. Put your hands together. It's Brady. Yay. Um, condoms are back there. He's familiar with condoms. <laughs> makes us all so thirsty, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. That's so hot. That's so exciting. Hi, everybody. Can you hear me now? Is it clear? Hi. Um, my name is Brady, as you know. Um, there seems to be a lot of discussion today about age. Um, you know, young or old. I happen to be old now. It's very exciting. Um, I just turned 50. Yes, I did, you know, and this bitch has survived AIDS and COVID so far, so let's keep this going. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, I've been around for a long time, and I happened to grow up in the 70s. And some of you may not remember the 70s, but I do vividly. And with a name like Brady, which is pretty special, it sounds kind of rare now, but it's even better then, because that's when we had the show called The Brady Bunch. Yes. Do you remember that? Anybody remember that show? Okay, and you know how nice kids are on the playground? You know how they are? How sweet they can be? So they would follow me around the playground all the time. Hey, Brady. Tell me what on the Brady Bunch today, Brady. What happened today? And for months this went on. I'm like eight. I don't know what the fuck's going on. What the f going on? 
And so I turned around and said, so do you really want to know? And they're like, yeah, tell me. I said, okay. And I told them how Alice liked her meat. <laughs> what was going on with Mike and Greg in the Johnny Bravo lounge? <laughs> and what really went down in the doghouse with Kitty Carriol, Tiger, and Cindy? I made a lot of friends that year. <laughs> a lot of friends. Um, and moving to now, like, I keep thinking about, like, we're, be we're being uh, pushed away from each other. Like, we find, like, there's nothing in common. Like, I keep thinking to my to straight guys, they're like, you know, you fact, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. We have nothing in common. We, we have nothing in common. You're just a kind of fact. Like, gentlemen, I know you, but we have all one thing in common. And if, if I'm not right, it's, we all like to put it in something, don't we, gentlemen? Right? Isn't that what we all love to do, every single guy? So think about that. Every guy you're looking at wants to stick it in something. All right? And we all have the same thing. We're like, when you wake up in the morning, you're going, oh, my God. Where did I put it? Where was it? What did I stick it in? Is that guacamole? <laughs> what is that? Oh, my God. What did I bring home? Is it a disease? Have to go get and now we know we have to get tested, right? But the other thing that brings us together is, like, the COVID sex things, now we all have to use glory holes. <laughs> now we all have to take it from behind. Right? Have you seen? No, seriously, in New York, right? The COVID is the great equalizer. Right? We now have, we all have to sex behind doors, behind plexiglass. If we survive AIDS, we're used to that. Right? But now we're like, yeah. Um, what else do I have here? Da, da, da. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. Um. So, yeah, I think that's all I have right now. Okay. Thank you. No honks. Great. That was a hot three. Yeah. Brady with a hot three. Yes. Brady is, is one of the COVID prodigies. He came here because he was like, I don't know what to do with my life. And we were doing outdoor shows. And he's like, I could do this. I think I was built for this. And I was like, yes, you are. And now he just did a hot three. So clap it up again for Brady. Yay. <laughs> I have pictures from you last week or the week before, and they're super cute. But we're not friends on Facebook or whatever, which is weird. Oh, we have to fix that. All right. Uh, the other thing we have to fix is I'm going to put some lights up for uh, the show show. There's uh, a bucket here if you want to donate. That's super awesome. And we're going to start the show show in a few minutes. Uh, this was an open mic, and that's so great. And thank you all for coming because I usually book the show show based on who comes to the open mic and all that stuff. But we have more open mics at Mutiny Radio. We have Mondays, like I said, Joke Workshop. Please come out for that. Tomorrow we have a special show at 6 o'clock. It's a silly little birthday show for me. Yay. Um, but we're going to hang out for a couple minutes, stick around, and we're going to be back with more comedy here on Mutiny Radio. Yay! Let's go this way then. I'm going to go. Like. Time! Uh, 
There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so lights are good.
We're in comedy here in a little bit, guys. You want to drop off your laundry and come back? Do comedy here.
Hey, someone just stole my phone, so if anybody can call my phone, 760-716-3865, and please ask them to bring my phone back because I really need that phone. Whoever just stole my phone, please bring it back. 760-716-3865. This just became a fundraiser. sucks that sucks so much that's like so much suck like I'm sorry you guys I just the phone is my <sighs> hey my phone was just stolen everybody call it seven six it's a Samsung that someone gave me and it's it's a dumb phone it doesn't actually connect to anything and there's nothing on it it's such a loss for whoever took it because it doesn't even have a plan I'm on a go phone with AT&T and Yeah, they turned it off right away. They stole my phone. I am so dumb. I am so, so dumb. Okay, I can't even tell jokes. I'm sorry. I'm just like super, it's, it's fine. It's karma. Like all these great things just happened to me. Like, yay, we got a permit so we can be out here f legally with these chairs. Yay, that's really great. Yay. It's my birthday tomorrow. Yay, someone just stole my phone for my birthday. Thank you. That's really cool. I turned 46. There's nothing on the phone. I'm a socialist. I'm on food stamps. I've been keeping this place alive and no one knows how. I know. I work really hard and you just stole my phone, bro. Why did you do that? It sucks. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. I can't be happy. Someone just stole my phone just, to just now. I can't time you guys. I'm going to do my best timing you. <laughs> but I have to guess on time now. It doesn't matter. I don't need a phone. No one ever calls me anyways. Th I mean, my phone was stolen not too long ago anyway, and I just didn't put any numbers in. I was just waiting for people to call me, and guess what I realized? I only have 10 friends. <laughs> None of them are my mom. <laughs> Actually, that's perfect, because they just stole a bunch of pictures that it's fine. There's nothing on that phone of any value. They're never going to figure out my password. It's such a loss for them. Whatever. It is. It was just mean. It was just mean. It's just stupid of me to just leave. Okay. Your first comedian of the night's going to make you laugh. Hopefully it makes me laugh because I'm going to be a bad mood until someone makes me laugh because someone just stole my phone and I'm not allowed to swear outside. Put your hands together for your first comedian, Steven Steiner. Yeah. Well, this isn't a better way to start a show, isn't it? Um, I'm going to turn on my own timer just to keep it. Pam, we're doing 8 to 10, right? I don't have a phone. I can't time anyone. I me less. The minute I stop laughing is the minute I take you off stage. Uh, all right. Cool. I have no timer. I don't know what I can start on. one. How much time do you want me to go? 8 to 10? 
All right, I got a timer. Okay, uh, so trying to fix the world's problems and get people to laugh, I think the solution is to just make everybody skip. Yeah, have you ever tried to be mad while skipping down the street? Hey, maybe you should try that. Just start skipping and see if you can not be mad. Um, all right, well, that joke didn't work. That was the first joke I ever wrote when I was like 15 and thought it was really funny. I just wanted to see if it would work in front of a live stage, and I know not to do that one again. So thank you for that uh, confirmation. Uh, going into it, though, I started going to therapy recently. Anybody else? Yeah, did your magic eight ball stop working, too? Yeah. I started going to therapy to get answers, and I just got way more questions. Why are you here? What brings you in? Why do you think you're here? What do you think that started? It's like, I don't know. That's why I'm here, not to be interrogated, but to try to get some answers. Uh, this is my rant, apparently, and you guys are listening to it. Um, but it turns out I'm suffering from YBS. Gross. I don't know what you're thinking. That's younger brother syndrome. Yeah. Turns out I'm a victim of my sister's role plays. Again, you're gross. I don't know what you're thinking, but the antics that were fun when we were kids don't work the same way now that we're 30. Steven, let's have a tea party. Uh, these are shot glasses, not teacups anymore. Pam, are you doing okay? Yeah, all right, I'll check in occasionally. We're doing okay on time. Uh, yeah, we're good. All right, um, continuing to go with that trend, baking with my sister at 30 years old doesn't involve an easy bake oven anymore. Yeah, now baking with an older sister is when she disappears for a while and I'm left in the kitchen making cookies alone. I think there's a munchies joke in there somewhere. Is everybody just down because of Pam's phone? This is like, <laughs> I mean, I feel it. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. All right. Uh, I'm excited that I'm finally outside seeing people again. Yeah, it's nice to see that people still have legs. Yeah, we can clap for that, that's cool. Yeah, six months worth of doing stand-up comedy at a Zoom box, I felt like I was just in a zoo. What's he gonna do next? Yeah, now it's like a, a petting zoo because we can actually somewhat be in contact, but not. It's cool, I'll keep my distance. Some of you laughed, that was good. I'll take it, I'll take it, that's cool. Um, other good news, I moved in with a woman recently. Yeah, my mom. Uh, yeah, moving and vacuums have a lot in common. They both suck. Yeah, Pam laughed, yes! I think that's, I'm gonna keep trying, I'm gonna keep trying, that was a giggle, it was good. We can get a belly laugh maybe, uh, cause I found out that Moving has kind of an upward roller coaster in it to where like you feel really good about yourself when you when you start packing like 20 boxes and then you turn around and it looks like you did nothing at all. Right? It's just like, well, I don't know. And then you keep packing, you keep packing, you're like, "Yes, we're going to move." And all of your stuff gets to your new place. And then you have to unpack? <laughs> Screw that. I have a really nice couch now just made of filled boxes. Ikea's got nothing on that furniture. Yeah. I have a TV stand in a stand box. Yeah. I don't know where the TV is, but it's in one of those boxes. That's what moving's like. Moving, And it's one of those things to where it's like, I could either try to find it, but I felt like I was a magician, hiding stuff from myself. 
Um, so I just go buy it anyway. I don't know. It's it's a it's a scavenger hunt game that I've made for myself apparently. Uh, but now I have so many cardboard boxes that I just feel like I'm at a sporting event surrounded by cardboard cutouts. A few of you are liking this. All right, try to be looked at by a bunch of weird strangers in your room that are two-dimensional. At least doing a Zoom show, they respond. Uh, but professional sports teams are pumping their own sound noise. That's how I get laughs at all my jokes. <laughs> I got a laugh track that just gives me something to practice against. It's cool. Um, but I've noticed that my sporting career has a lot in common with my dating life. Yeah, getting on base is a struggle. Somebody got that one. Uh, I can hit a home run, but that costs $400 in the tenderloin, and I don't got money for that. Ouch. How are we doing, Pam? <laughs> that was a smile. We're trying. We're trying. Uh, by the way, if you don't have cash, you can Venmo uh, Mutiny Radio also to contribute to Pam's phone and keeping the lights on fund. That, that was not supposed to be a joke, but I'm glad it made you laugh. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so you can do that. So yeah, I'll just keep plugging and checking in to make sure we're doing okay. Um, I'm at like five and a half minutes, so this is what torturing feels like when only three people are laughing at your jokes. But I'm going to keep going because I was told eight minutes. Uh, this is That's what Pam laughs at again. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm just going to keep making shit up as I go. Uh, Pam says that this is a clean comedy show. So I showered. <laughs> yeah. I got claps on that one. Hygiene gets the claps. All right, let's keep making jokes about being clean. Uh, a dirty joke, though. This is one that my grandpa used to tell me. Yeah, a guy fell in the mud. <laughs> clean joke version is that he also showered. Yeah, you're welcome. This is, this is making it up as we go, folks. Uh, do you guys want some dad jokes? That got Pam to laugh last week. Pam likes the dad jokes. You want some dad jokes? Yeah. yeah, dad jokes. Commas. They give me pause. I'm just trying to be punctual. Just trying to be punctual, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I solved a puzzle last week. Not to brag, but it said three to four years on the box. hey I got to chuckle. I got to chuckle. Um, I, I should stop with the dad jokes, though, because... Uh, I don't have kids yet, and that's just a faux pas. Uh, yeah, it's getting cornier. It's cool. It's fun. Um, all right. I think I'm going to end it with that. We got some laughs out of Pam. Please, please, please help us out. I know, Pam, you're getting some of your the, the money finally to help keep the lights on with this place. Mutiny Radio on Venmo if you don't have cash. And uh, enjoy your night. Thank you so much for coming out. Steven Steiner, everyone. He's the dad I always wanted. Aww. With the no, it's cool. Like he, I think you've given me money. That's really supportive. Thank you. <laughs> my dad, my dad is actually super Republican, like super Republican, and he sends me these terrible Republican memes all the time. And I don't know if he's doing it because he has an awesome sense of humor, or if because he really hates me. Um, <laughs> When he raised me, he used to call me his little commie pinko liberal. And I was like, look what you did. <laughs> Do you see words have power, dad? Anyway, my phone was stolen. <sighs> so if I don't call you back or you text me, 
honestly, it's not, I think this is, I've never wanted a phone anyway. Here's the thing, I accidentally left my phone here for 24 hours and no one texted me, so it doesn't matter. I can talk to people on Messenger, I didn't need the phone. I never wanted a smartphone anyway, someone gave me the smartphone, I had a dumb phone. I had a dumb phone and someone stole my dumb phone. Who would do that, right? And that happened before. Someone stole my dumb phone, but you know what, I got it back for $20 and a little bit of weed. We met at a Pete's Coffee downtown, because he was like, I don't want your dumb phone. And I was like, I know, nobody wants it. It's an AT&T Go phone you dumb Fs. Like, it's nothing. You stole nothing. Except it was everything to me. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's like the fourth time that's happened. When they steal my bag, and I'm like, ha, ah, there was no, there was $2.50 in there. And my fourth draft of my master's thesis. Ha, <laughs> That little thumb drive that you threw in the garbage. The, la the last bag that was stolen for me, actually the worst thing out of the bag that was stolen, A, rocks from Greece. Value to me. B, two of my best Magic the Gathering decks. Ah! Ah! They stole! They stole my poet deck. It was so good. It was all one one penners, and they all just flew in. And I and then I had all these life giving things. And I'm at 52, and you're at four, and you're like, what's happening? In this? I'm like, it's just a poetry reading. We're all just having a fun time. No one plays Magic the Gathering, just me. I'm just lamenting the things that people steal from me that have no value to them, that they throw in a garbage can. <laughs> that have all the value to me. I love uh, my rocks from Greece. Gone! Lamenting my phone. Your next comedian, he plays songs and he's gonna make us happy. He's a really lovely human being. I'm gonna let you get set up as I preface you with this. He has some song parodies he does. I used to do karaoke and I used to sing a little song called Isn't It Ironic by Alanis Morissette. But I did it in a comedic way because I did it in the style of James Hetfield. Isn't it ironic? Uh, don't you think? Huh? A little too ironic. Uh, I really do think. It's like rayon on your wedding day. Huh? <laughs> right? I do the whole song though. It's really funny. I really miss karaoke. He's got a buzz going already, and that's what's gonna make him so good. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kahn! Yay! Woo woo! What's up, San Francisco? How are y'all doing tonight, guys? Hey, give yourself another round of applause just for being here, okay? Yeah! Give yourself a round of applause. All of us, nobody saw who stole Pam's phone. We are all terrible people. We are all going to hell. No, okay. So Pam just did her James Hetfield impression. Uh, I have a Metallica-oriented impression I'd like to do for you. I'll show you my beautiful prize-winning face when I do. Uh, so this is what it would sound like if David Bowie were to sing Metallica, okay? David Bowie singing Metallica, here goes. So close, no matter how far. <laughs> Could it be much more from the heart? Forever trust in what we are? Oh, yeah. And nothing else matters to a bitch. <laughs> David Bowie playing Metallica, everybody, right? <laughs> but what if Metallica were to play David Bowie? That would sound like this. Ch 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 changes turn and face the strain. 
don't wanna be a better man. Time may change me, but I can't change time. Ch -ch -ch changes. One time James Hetfield, he came into the gas station I worked at and he was like, give me fuel, give me five, cause I'm parked on number nine, dude. <laughs> True story. Wouldn't make something like that up. My name is Josh Kahn, I'm very into social justice. You guys wanna try something here. What do we want? No, 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 all you were wrong. The answer we were looking for is mushrooms. Okay, that's what we want, all right. What do we want? Mushrooms. When do we want them? Now. Time is an illusion. Okay, that was the correct answer. You guys need to get your uh, your act together here. I obviously I took the mushrooms earlier. Uh, that's my fault. I am sorry about that. I was driving the Bay Bridge to come over here, you guys. Don't you hate it when a guitar player tunes his instrument in front of you on stage? It's like, couldn't you have done that at home? It's kind of like when you see a policeman beating a woman in the middle of the street. You're like, couldn't you have done that at home? <laughs> what? I was driving the Bay Bridge to get over here, and uh, I saw something kind of disturbing. I saw a guy sitting on the edge of the Bay Bridge. He had pulled over his car, and there was, like, people trying to get out of their cars and be supportive of this guy who was sitting with his feet over the edge of the Bay Bridge hanging out over the ocean. I wanted to be supportive as well. So I just rolled down my window, and I was like, let's go, Oakland! <laughs> just because, like, thank you for jumping off of the Bay Bridge and not the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge is so, at this point, it's so mainstream. Like, don't jump off of that. We want a documentary about our bridge, you know? You jump off the Golden Gate Bridge, it's like, you're not suicidal. You want, you want a nap in a hammock. That's what you want. They made the Richmond Bridge a footbridge, but they're not worried about anybody jumping off of the Richmond Bridge, because Richmond is like the Oakland of Oakland. <laughs> These suicide jokes are like not going over well with you guys. What's the deal? Do we all not want to kill ourselves? Come on. Comedian, every, all comedians want to kill themselves, because since quarantine started, all comedians are closer to hanging themselves than they are to being Robin Williams. Am I right? He want you to laugh, guys. Loosen up. These are jokes. Robin would want you to laugh. I'm at the end of my rope with these suicide jokes. Stop doing them. Ho, ho. <laughs> You're not going to catch me hanging around Mutiny Radio. Ho, ho. He would want you to laugh. No, I love you guys. You guys are great for being here. I really appreciate you. My mom. Okay, so let's play, let's play racial bingo here. Get your racial bingo cards out. What the hell kind of interracial train wreck had to happen 30-some-odd years ago for this to be standing in front of you? I know, I know you're wondering, like, what, what are you, man? You're like a Mexitalia. What, uh, what are you, man? I am, uh, you're all wrong. I'm Korean, and I'm Jewish. Boom! Mind blown. Totally blew your mind. My mom is this, like, five-foot-tall Korean immigrant woman. I told her I was going to be doing comedy, and she was like, oh, no, Josh, why you do comedy? You're not funny. <laughs> and you're so ugly. Comedian have to be on TV. I think you mean you want podcasts. Everyone has podcasts. Your father has podcasts. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. For I forgive her. Sometimes she would beat me and my brother, but I think that's just because we were citizens and she was jealous. Does anybody know that song? Have you heard this song on the radio? It goes, um, I'm living my best life. Ain't got time to if with you. Mm -mm. You know that song I'm talking about? I hate that song. Because you know who else was living his best life and didn't have time for us? My dad! Ah. <laughs> don't defend the guy. You don't know. You don't know. My, so my dad's family is Jewish. 
And I always get treated like a second-class Jew, you know, because I'm half Asian, like I'm a, like I'm a GED Jew. I'm a Jew 2.0, Jew 2.0, I don't know. But anyway, my Jewish grandma was always super racist to me. Like when I was little, she would tell me like, uh, if you misbehave, we're gonna sew your foreskin back on. <laughs> That's a messed up thing to say to a seven-year-old at Hanukkah dinner. So I get her back now as an adult when I go over there for Hanukkah dinner. She puts out all the Jewish foods, right? She puts out like uh, gefilte fish and potato latkes, all the traditional Jewish bread. She puts out um, uh, challah bread. Do you guys know what challah bread is? That braided bread you see in the window of the Jewish bakery? Anyway, she puts out all the food. Everyone's eating around the Hanukkah table. Everyone's got a mouthful. Everyone's quiet. I'm the one to break the silence. Mm. Grandma, this meal is first rate. How much did the challah cost? Please enjoy this bacon-scented candle. <laughs> and I caught you up three pounds of uncooked shrimp. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So I've been with my girlfriend a long time. I've been with my girlfriend so long. How long? We, instead of meeting on, we didn't meet on Tinder. We met on Craigslist. Our encounters are still super casual. Instead of uh, Netflix and chill, we eat checks mix and pay bills. Super sexy, though. My girlfriend is so white. How white is she? she got her 23andMe results back. It was just a blank sheet of white paper. <laughs> I'm sorry. I made the, the financially responsible choice of dating a white girl. What can I say? <laughs> anyway, you guys want to hear some songs? I'll play some songs for you. All right, guys. This year when you go to see baseball, whenever they let us back in to see baseball, these are the lyrics you're going to sing when it comes for the seventh inning stretch and everyone sings, take me out to the ball game. Here's what I want to hear you guys sing. Take me out to the protest. Push me onto the ground. Buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This Nazi state is a shame for it's one Two, thank you. Three terms for Trump to play F up games. Will somebody stop that guy? That's my Uber Eats right there. <laughs> stop that guy. He really, he was very patriotic. Anyway, that's what I want you to sing when you go to, uh, to the baseball game. I'll play you one or two more songs. That'll get out of your hair. Oh, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? What is it going to be? Couldn't you have done that at home? So I saw this commercial the other day. Tell me if you guys have seen this commercial. It starts off, it's like, it's showing you like really nice, it looks like it's either real estate or it's selling you furniture maybe, all these really nice homes. But the song that's under it is like an ACDC song. It's like. If you're sick of all your roommates and your girlfriends on your case, and you wanna get some time away, but you don't wanna find a new place. Pick up your phone, say leave me alone. I got an app for that. Tucson, Reno, Tahoe, let's go. I found a two-room flat. I Airbnb, I catch a flight. 
B and B, and I spend the night. A B and B, and I drop a load. B and B, in the top of the commode. So if you see that song in a commercial, I did not get paid for it. I'm very upset about that. I heard the Proud Boys got their name from a, an Al from a song in Aladdin. Did you hear this? I looked it up. The Proud Boys, I'm not sure if it's like the stage player or if it's the movie, but they got their name from a song in Aladdin. I said, that makes sense, you know? Disney songs are kind of like inherently racist, like a whole new world with no Jews, you know? <laughs> like all Disney songs are a little bit racist, you know, like, well, I just can't wait to be king of an Aryan nation. You know, all Disney songs. Did anybody else, when they were little, like, did you see the D in Walt Disney and think it looked like a G? Was I the only one that grew up watching Walt Disney movies? <laughs> Wah. Okay, so obviously I do song parodies. You've heard that. I'm going to play one more for you and get out of your hair. But So this is a song. I have a son. I have a uh, son who's now 18, if you can believe that. Just absorb the horror of that for a second, that I'm responsible for another human life. Just, first of all, just think of that. And it's a real, it's a real thing. When he was growing up, people would ask me, like, Josh, are you going to, like, are you going to let your kids smoke marijuana? You're a pretty avid marijuana smoker yourself. Are you going to let your kids smoke marijuana? I tell them the same thing I tell everybody. Like, I got to let my kids smoke marijuana. He's my dealer. I'm not going to pay full price for dabs. You know what the clubs are charging? That's one of the pros of procreation. Discounts. Anyway, so me and my son, we decided we're going to open up a father-son business. We're going to open a vape store, right? A lot of money in vapes. But here's the catch. We're going to open a vape store, but it's only going to sell to children. We're going to call the vape store Statutory Vape. <laughs> All of our customers want to shop there. I don't know why we're making a uh, federal case out of this. Okay. Anyway, but I was really glad to have a boy. Like, I just, like, no, no, nothing down on you if you have a girl, but I was really glad to have a boy because it's simple. Like, when the sex talk time comes, I'm just like, wear a condom or I'll kill you. It's easy. I couldn't imagine the conversation that you would have to have with your daughter. Uh, that's a place of vulnerability that I, as a person, am not able to get to. So I decided to write this song. It's about a gentleman who has a daughter and is scared about what happens when she gets to be in high school. On the day you were born, I knew we were screwed. I never wanted a girl, baby, cause I knew when you reached high school. Boys would call you up, try to finger a few in my home. And I'd have to tell you, honey, that I got Brad on the phone. Brad on the phone. Brad. Brad. I got Brad on the phone. I cut a thousand farts before I made you. I flushed a thousand more babies down the toilet on dirty tissues. Maybe one day you'll have a baby and on that day you'll change your tone. And I'll get to tell you so honey when you have a, a lad of your own. Lad of your own. L -l 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 lad. Lad, you have a lad of your own. But you and Brad, you grew up. You had a couple of kids. 
Still nowadays you come over to stay when your marriage life is on the skids. I knock outside your bedroom, say, honey, I got Brad on the phone. You better take his call, baby. You're going to end up sad and alone. Sad and alone. Sad. I got Brad. Please take the call from Brad. Brad on the phone. I'm Josh Kahn. This is Pam Benjamin. Give her some money. Have a good night and stay safe. Josh Kahn, everyone. Heck yeah. Oh my goodness. Song parodies. I'm like, why do you do comedy? You're talented. You can play a guitar. <laughs> That's amazing. You have real talent. What are you doing talking into a microphone when you can sing and play something at the same time? Dear Lord. Your next comedian. What a talented and wonderful man he is. He's uh he's a He's all over the Bay. I mean, things have been crazy since COVID, but he's like on the punchline and the cobs and all the places. And you're, it, we all are so blessed to have him here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Vishal Call! Yay! If you need a fresh con, well, that's my con. If you want a freshie, you can stick one of those over. Oh, yeah. Just stick that on over the top. There you go. Yeah. Yay. All right. How's that? How's that? Can you guys uh, hear me through this? You guys can hear me? Awesome. Uh, one more time for Josh, actually. That was so much fun, Josh. Where'd he go? Yeah, it was super fun, man. Maybe at the end, if we have time, we could, like, riff over something. That could be, yeah, that could be fun. Uh, hey, how's it going, guys? My name is uh, Vishal Kalyanasundaram. Super long Indian last name, right? Like, uh, somebody told me that, like, last names were used to, like, traditionally denote, like, what you did and stuff, right? And I was like, whoa, my last name was traditionally used to annoy white people. So that makes sense. <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, like, uh, it's a weird time, right? Like, we're all thinking a lot about race and stuff, presumably, right? Like, make some noise if you've been to, like, a protest recently. Yeah, awesome, like, you've been to a protest. Yeah, I went to a protest myself, uh, a George Floyd Black Lives Matter protest, and it was beautiful, man. Like, you know, as a minority, my heart went out because I was like, if I had been born in a different situation, you know, this could be me. They could be doing this for me, right? And then they got to the part where they started chanting all the names of all the dead people. And I was like, oh, they cannot do this for me. <laughs> Nobody's rallying for Kalyanasundaram. <laughs> if I died of police brutality, I cannot be the poster child. Because that rally would be so shitty, too. <laughs> They'd be like, say his name. No. <laughs> Say his name. How? <laughs> Say his name. I think we got to kill a different guy. <laughs> no, that'd be bad. Uh, do you guys want to talk more about race stuff, or do you guys want to talk about dating? I don't know. What are you guys in the mood for? I was going to say effing, but this is a clean show, so. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. You guys have been dating and stuff during COVID? Yeah, things are getting a little bit better, right? Yeah, make some noise if you are. One sad guy, and we'll admit it. That's fine. No, my dating life's been going pretty good. I'm pretty proud about something, actually. I'm 25, and I recently hooked up with a 42-year-old woman. Thank you, yeah. And if you didn't uh, applaud for that, you didn't grow up on milk porn, so I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, my favorite thing about hooking up with a 42-year-old a as a 25-year-old is uh, telling people I hooked up with a 42-year-old. 
I love the reaction that I get. But also, it's a little scary, right? Because I'm like, whoa, I'm doing it for the shock value. But, like, well, I need to keep hooking up with, like, older and older people just to get that same reaction. Like, in a month, I bring some chick around, and my friends are like, oh, how'd you meet? Bar club? I'm like, mm, nursing home. <laughs> Bingo night. <laughs> she just looks so good in her adult diaper. Mwah. No. My friends are like, we're doing jello shots. I'm like, oh, that's what she had for breakfast this morning, jello. <laughs> that's all Maude is going to have, jello. <laughs> but it's annoying. You know, I like dating older women, but I get a lot of crap for dating older women, like from my roommates and stuff. They're like, oh, it's so weird that you do that. That's not weird, okay? Guys, you know what is weird is guys who only date younger women, right? Like guys who only date 18-year-olds. We can get behind this, right? Right, because a guy dating 18-year-old is just kind of going like, if I could date him younger, I would. <laughs> but it's illegal for, I'm just saying, you know it's true. Any guy dating an 18 year old definitely knows her birthday. <laughs> and he put it in his Google calendar like it's Creeper Christmas. <laughs> I'm just saying, give me all the crap you want for dating older women, but it's never gonna get me canceled, okay? Like you are never gonna see me go all, all like Chris D'Elia in the news, like notable comedian. Vishal Cal, dates woman, well above the legal limit. <laughs> Be like, cool, they said I was notable. <laughs> and you know what, I'm gonna take a stand, dude. I hate to use this word. I'm not gonna, okay, guys who, I, I'm gonna say, guys who only date younger women are kind of wussies, right? Cause like, you need more training to date older people, right? It's like in a video game. If you wanna be taking on a level 40, you better be crushing some level 25s. Right? Like, I'm on the final boss. R my roommates are on level one, dude. <laughs> I'm eating Bowser pussy. My, my roommates are still eating out those Goombas or whatever. <laughs> Sorry I said that word, but I know it's an outdoor show. But, um, no, I was, I was seeing this chick for a while, but, I, you know, not to make this sad, but she left town, and so I was very sad about it, genuinely, and so I was really excited to be able to go talk to my therapist about it. And then um, he emails me the day before my appointment. This is true. He emails me and is like, hey, I'm going to be out for the next two months. Uh, I'm getting open heart surgery. Yeah, I was pissed off. I was like, your heart's broken. My heart's broken. What about me? So I went to go talk to my parents about it, but they're Indian and stuff. And so I can't talk to them about relationships and dating. But, like, they'll pick up on it. Like, I told my mom, I was like, hey, uh, I'm sad because my friend left town and she goes okay and takes a beat and then out of nowhere she goes hey just want to remind you it would be great if you could marry an indian girl <laughs> was your friend that left town indian and a girl just checking i did not have the heart to tell her uh it was a 42 year old jew <laughs> can you say jew in today's day i feel like i hit the j really hard but i didn't <laughs> No, I didn't mean it a bad way. Um, but yeah, it's okay. She was not Palestinian, but <laughs> I can change it. Um, no, it sucks breaking up with women, though, right? Because like, I feel like, like, what ladies, like, you always end up winning in breakups, right? Like, I remember I broke up with this chick. Two weeks later, I texted her. I was like, "Hey, how you doing after this breakup?" And she was like, "Oh, I'm pretty good. I just met a bunch of rich dudes, and I went to Burning Man at <laughs> the time of my life, which I assume meant." She got boned by a bunch of rich dudes at Burning Man, but 
she would text me back. She's like, what'd you do? And I'm like, well, definitely just lost this breakup. That's all I did. Um, yeah, how much more time do I have? Okay, I'm so sorry. I, I thought, I didn't know what the rules were. Um, I wanted to riff with Josh for a second, but I know he's... He's across the street. Um, let's talk about some other stuff. I don't know. My parents are pretty good. Uh, my parents have been making them more progressive over the years, which is nice. Like, I remember they used to be, they're conservative Indians. They used to be against gay marriage. I spent years trying to convince them to, like, be for it. Uh, finally, I talked to my dad a few months ago. I'm like, hey, how do you feel about gay marriage? He's like, oh, I'm for it. And I'm like, great. What changed your mind? Like, hoping he would say, like, it was me and stuff. And he goes, well, I just watched a lot of Modern Family. <laughs> So if you ever feel like making your parents more progressive about stuff, try financing a sitcom. <laughs> if we want to put black trans lives on the map, you know what we need? Move over modern family. We need moderner family starring Laverne Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I'm getting older, though. It's cool. Like, uh, I'm 25. My relationship with my parents is changing. Like, um... Uh, weird things are happening, like my parents will ask me for money, but the fuck, the messed up thing is my, my mom will ask me for money and then tell me to do stuff after. You can't do that. Like, there's no scene in The Godfather that's like, yo, Godfather, can I borrow a hundred grand? And then after that, make sure you apply for an MBA and call your sister. That's a new one. That's fine. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I realize I say a lot of vain stuff. I think I'm a vain person. You know, I was talking to my like, I, I, I don't get the phrase, like, you know, once you go black, you never go back. I don't understand that phrase, you know? Like, I feel like that you put too much credit on other people. I'm glad there's not that phrase for Indian people, you know? Because if a chick told me she thought I was good at banging, I'd be like, yeah, baby, because uh, once you go Vishal, fuck them all. That's what I say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'd be like, other Indian dudes got tiny schlongs, dude. I'm the only one that can bang. I told this to my African-American friend. He didn't like it. He's like, dude, you can't be bringing your ego into the minority movement. And he's like, and I'm like, well, I, f I don't feel like I have that with, like, Indian guys, you know, because we're, we're hella competitive and stuff, you know? It's like when Hassan Minaj got his show canceled, I was like, great, I'm available. <laughs> when, uh, when Aziz Ansari almost got canceled, I was like, sick, that article I wrote worked. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm trying to be more more woke and stuff it's a tough time we're all trying to be more woke you know but it's hard man um i try to relate to other minorities and it's very tough because i feel like i relate to white people too much it's not good i don't know every time i relate to a minority the whites pull me back in like i don't know i go to a protest right and i'm like oh minorities we're in this together you know the struggle is real and then i, I go to a yoga studio and i'm like white people know me better than me <laughs> right it's crazy. I eat chicken tikka masala, what I thought was the food of my people, right? And then I find out it was made by the British. And then for a second, my dumb brain goes like, maybe colonialism, not so bad. <laughs> maybe take over again and we get chicken tikka masala too. Too fast, too curious. <laughs> Starring Bindaloo Diesel. <laughs> dumb. I know, it's tough, it's tough trying to be woke, man. I'm trying to be more woke. Here's the thing, like, I can't wait until our, this might be a risky joke. I don't know if I could say, this uh, This joke has swearing in it. Could I do this? Okay, will you guys not tell? Like, the commission or whatever? Okay, I'm trying to be more woke, and it's tough. Here's the thing, I can't wait until our technology gets woke, genuinely. Like, give me 
awoke Alexa, you know? So I don't got to think about being woke anymore. So I'm just like, hey, Alexa, play Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. Alexa's just like, why don't you remember the time he touched those kids? Ooh. Or like, hey, Google, play The Cosby Show. Playing Dateline. Ah. <laughs> Teaching moment, just like Bill Cosby would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. Um... I feel like I'm doing, uh, I did pretty good. Uh, Josh, you want to like, uh, can we like play like a blues riff for a hot second and then like freestyle over it? Would that be fun? Yeah, we'll do it for like a minute and then I'll get off stage. Thanks, Pam. Oh, I've been up here forever. Yeah. 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 Uh-uh. 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 Give me a topic, somebody. My name is Vishal. Women's college. I once knew a girl. She made my world. She went to Mills College. That was a real place. That's a woman's college. That was a place. And guess what her race was? She was white. She was white. <laughs> I wasn't that good at this. I should have planned ahead before I volunteered to do something I wasn't good at. Let's, can you, uh, can we land this plane, dude? <laughs> hey, one more time for Josh Kahn, everybody. One more time for Pam. Thank you guys so much. Vishal Call, yay! He hasn't ever felt the blues because he went to Berkeley. So that's <laughs> how that works. That's when I went to college, all my parents paid for it all. And I learned that I could do anything I want here. Because my name was Vishal Call, yeah! I'm 25, I've never felt pain. Oh, I'm 25 years old. <laughs> He's a funny comedian, but he won't be the same unless he actually lives in his car at some point. You have to live in your car to be a real comedian. <laughs> live in your car or your van or whatever. Yeah, it's hard to live these days. Cool. Yay, you're all still here. That's really exciting. I'm super excited for your next comedian. She is one of my favorite people in the Bay Area comedy scene. She used to run a show up at the saloon. I don't even know if the saloon still exists anymore. Uh, but she's still alive, and that makes me happy. Put your hands together, everybody, and clap them in a wild, slappy-like motion for Tracy Wynn. Yay! Yay! There's microphone, new condoms in there for you. Keeping the condoms fresh and safe here. You just put it over the top and yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I learned how to do this in middle school, okay? <laughs> this right here. Uh, so I recently had a birthday. I turned 33. I'm 33 and still on this street corner, <laughs> yes. Recently also went through a breakup of five and a half years. Um, that's over a decade. Uh, 
Sorry, that's over half a decade. It felt like uh, two full decades, to be honest. Um, I got to the point where um, I was involuntarily celibate in my relationship for the whole relationship, almost. <laughs> I was doing intermittent sex fasting in the relationship. And I know Pam doesn't want to talk about, she does, you don't want me to use the F word. Listen, I, I, I'm on the market again, and I'm a recruiter for work, so I'm treating it kind of like I'm building the pipeline right now. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm drilling for oil, and I'm also just, you know, trying to have fun. Uh, and I'm on batch three right now. Batch one and two didn't work out. Um, batch three, um, okay, well, let's talk about batch one. Batch one was nuts. Batch one was, I was rebounding hard, and I was not using protection. I know. And, um, you know, I'm okay. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I'm not seeing him anymore, and I am using protection now. But, like, why did I have to wait till a pandemic to have a hot girl summer? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, why did I wait and, like... Why did I not get laid in my most fertile years? Like, why did I just wait? Why did I wait? I don't know. Because um, I was, <laughs> but yeah, so I was basically living in a convent of my own mind for the last five and a half years, just like trying to convince myself this man who he fed me, he fed me. He, and he didn't, and you know what? He didn't even feed just my head. He fed my stomach. Um, as well, so that's really sweet. Um, but uh, I thought, you know, I thought we were gonna have kids, even though like we would never do the act of making a child. But I thought we were gonna have kids, you know. And um, now I'm I'm doing a lot of prescriptions. I'm on a lot of prescriptions right now, and. Uh, <laughs> It's fun, you guys, it's really fun. I'm just like, you know, meeting people and it's like the first time every time. And uh, I'm not gonna mention what kind of prescriptions, but y'all can guess. Um, y'all can really guess, it was hot in the 90s. Um, and and now it's having a comeback. Um, can, I get, can I get some guesses? MDMA. Bingo. Um, I only did it once though, and it was it got I couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah, I cried too much. I wanted to hug everybody in my co-op. So, anyways, I moved out of my shared uh, living situation with my ex, and um, now I'm living with a woman as well. Yes, I know. I miss living with a fucking conscientious woman I'm sorry I said that word I get another one and that's it right okay I gotta save it up then <laughs> I gotta save the juice up okay back to the dating batches okay so batch one didn't work out clearly that was like a mistake on my part and um, guy from batch one did get me a massage gun for my birthday recently even though we are not seeing each other it's a gun that just releases tension in your back. 
and everybody in the police force needs one, all right? <laughs> everybody who owns a gun needs a massage gun because that is a tense person. And um, I don't know where I'm going with this, to be honest. I wanted to tell you about all the men I'm seeing. Okay, I'll continue. Batch two, um, I started seeing a guy that I will only, I call him Gemini Daddy, because um, he is a dad. And uh, he's got two kids who don't live here with him. They're with his ex. And um, I don't know if it's a love connection, but I did soil his sheets, and I haven't seen him since. <laughs> I soiled his sheets, and I haven't seen him since. And if anyone knows a guy who is a Gemini with two kids, let me know, because he's not answering my calls. <laughs> anyway, um, I, you know, I had forgotten for over a decade that I was a squirter. <laughs> Y'all, I had forgotten. Like, I did it in college, and I just never did it again. And now I, you know? But, um... I'm also realizing that I'm into BDSM. I'm into the B part. The other stuff I'm like kind of not even dipping my toes in yet. Um, but I'm glad that I waited this long to get into kink. Like I didn't think that I'd be a long time San Francisco resident and not be into kink. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I've lived here for like Nine years, I know, I know. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm going through puberty. I'm going through pu, I'm going through SF puberty right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I okay. In about ten seconds, I'm gonna do a song for you. And um, I'm almost like loving performing with a mask. Like I don't really want to show my face right now. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> I'm so. You know, this is my first outdoor show in like seven months, and I only did like two or three Zoom shows uh, leading up to this. That's the massage gun. When I roll up, they be like, hold up, who is that there? You play a fight, Natalie Prego, baby, get that clear. It's that shit to do it bigger than I've ever done it. You can hate it or love it, but I'ma keep it 100. I'm out in public, campaigning and politicking. I ain't getting any younger as long as the clock is ticking. So I'm on a mission. When I'm spitting, the masses stop and listen. Ain't no competition gonna make me quit or lose my vision. Slow, sipping the Henny Black, that's on any track. Constantly showing my city love, and I get plenty back. I got game like Connect Four, because I've been so 
soaking it up from the artists I got respect for. And that right there is a fact right there. I keep it real in my music. You ain't about that life, player. Let me remind all of mine we doing this full time. Could have told a life of crime, but I'd rather be shooting rhymes. Pushing this whole outbound movement. Got my neighborhood right behind me, and we recreating a blueprint. My nigga Freak Show hit me with this beat, though. And I won't miss like Steve Nash at the free row. Nothing but dope like kilos of street snow. Stash under the seat while you visit your P.O. <laughs> but I'ma keep it legit, so turn me up real loud, homie. This is a hit. Hey, what's up? with my iTunes right now, but I'm going to reboot that and we'll get back on with the music in a minute. Um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to play you a lot of shit that I was going to play the show last week. A lot of good stuff. And a few more cool stuff I found out in the last week. And I'm going to try to play it as well, too. First off, I'm going to get into this new West Side Gun album. He's got this album, Who Made the Sunshine. It's his uh, debut album on Shady Records. And the first Griselda solo record he dropped on there. And th this album was really crazy. He got some amazing production and features on there. And he really made the album we wanted to make. Play my favorite song off the album I hear this joint's called Frank Murphy, featuring Stove God Cooks, SD Mac, El Camino, Smoke Dizzle. This shit goes crazy. Look at that. You're tuned into the final hour here on Mimi Radio. Conductor. Dobie's home, I spend keys to gold, saran wrap on the floor, been ripping them like Bruce Bowen. My young boy got the pole, a stock went up though. He said now he wants 20,000 to get him gone. I said last week you shot a nigga over emoji. Followed him home and ran him up the steps like Stallone. With the Uzi bag on to catch the shells like Julio Jones. My plug look like Razor Ramon. I ain't saying I'm the end all be all. Fuck it, I'm the end all be all. You laughing at the list they ain't putting me on. High stepping on the bricks like Dion. I fucked up the summer. I did. Make sure you tell them niggas back there in the office count numbers. Don't ever judge a book by the cover. Bitch, judge a cook by how it bumps. Stone. Yeah, yeah. Page of conductor neck, nigga. Superman neck. Captain Axe Sparrow. Ajá. Los verdaderos piratas. ¿Cómo entiendes? Entregaban a Jay. Ya niggas know the story. So glory. Hey, yo. I need my niggas to come back from the past without me having to manifest through this fly lift. My nigga Fuji was the heart of my tragic ally. My nigga Diamond was my partner and my first barber. Yo, the nigga had me late night. Studio with other guala guala niggas talking numbers. Now the hustle be jumping like Cowabunga. Hit you niggas with fat shit. Drink the Uno was never 28. Never needed to hustle OT, but niggas come from OT to see me. So my connection was impeccable. Now exceptional bones used to bring him through when they was blue. He let me hold a few, then the fifth came a week old. The pressure was uncontrollable, yo. It's time to get this money back and longer. Better have your ratchet on your cribs, California. Dominicans don't pay for Mars in the Heights. Selena Lawrence, Santa Domingo. Get the grams of the grass to the gringo. You focusing on your next single. I'm with your bitch trying to mingle. Rich, Puerto Rico, Francisco. Bring them in through Haiti, Coast Guard. Easier to pay off. We ain't playing games and ain't trying to take a day off. 2010, I made a hundred in the street. Niggas was furious. Thought he's watching my elevation. Plus, the weird niggas hating on me and they was curious. Lactose made, I live in luxury. Everything we touch in the golden state like the warriors, nigga. <laughs> 
Yeah, shit's alchemy, my nigga. Whoa, go Versace frame, live glorious. Story kid, you know, nigga, you know, nigga, you know, nigga, you know, nigga, you know the vibes. Yo, uh, these niggas hate to see me winning. Hate that. I fell off the jungle gym and then I started whipping right at the blink of an eye. We went from slap boxing to pistol fights. My little Puerto Rican bitch would come give you a kiss tonight. I sniff a white shed, you fuck around. That was impolite. Baby, I'm just living my life. You only get one, so just live it right. None of this shit came overnight. Took so many long days of sacrifice. I'm just living my afterlife. Just made another 20,000 sitting at the light. They say to raise a man to take a village. Uh, I run a real business. I ain't just trying to maintain an image. And talk niggas to death by how I'm a crazy spitter. But I will talk your ass to death by how I made six figures. And as far as the ones left, ain't that many real niggas. I was thinking small too till my money got bigger. Niggas couldn't fuck with me since El Camino won. Richest nigga under 30, and that's on my son. Wrist on Bruce Banner, my clique brought a few blamers. Flee, I'm finna make a movie. Watch me whip on two cameras. Have to flip the weight. My savage just ate. Talking about one's pussy, get you smacked with this eight. Fish scale frying while your click still lying. Ain't no plastic on my ratchet, nigga. This real iron. Me and Lord West connect down in some set with vests. 20 shots in the sky. Nigga, come catch the rest. Big choppers rolling in the cherry red Bentley. Yeah, I'm light on my feet, but I'm heavy with the semi. Uh, rocking palm angels, youngest popping long bangers. Yeah, you know the vibes. When I pop up, the song changes. Uh, flea Delgado, three plates, four verse. You can hate, but I'll wipe you off the face of the earth. Uh, Busting 250s, left some resi on the counter. Phone ringing off the hook. The cook be ready in the hour. Huh? I said the phone ringing off the hook. Be ready in an hour. Kush God, bitch. The fly guy sent the smoke signal and I appeared out the pound. Let me give you a little gem. You wanna see a nigga socially distant? Give a broke nigga a 10 pack. Right. Look. I represent the hustlers, the dons, rap purists, uh, separate the bosses from bums, pack stealers. Right. I never want to hear about consignment, it's that serious. Really? I don't take advice from niggas that fly you spirit. Can't trust a nigga that fly spirit. Top tier since my appearance, uh, they frontin' on you, tell them SMD, that's what the Henny said. Saying I'm underrated, who made the ratings anyway? Hundred million dollar thinker, you won't just pay me anything. Uh, 41 millimeters, kid purchase. Right. Wifey got some startup money, no big purchase. Right. Can't put you in position, it's a disservice. Uh, and I still get emotional when I hear nip verses. Victory lap as I'm burning this ounce. Uh, Run down on you with burners, they sending threats from burner accounts. More work, I done furthered the count. You've been hustling all your life and still you ain't earn this amount. They like, don't fuck up the price, Dizza. Dog, your method ain't working, throw your hustle rice, nigga. Night, night, niggas. <laughs> Yo, the K shooter In the spray in your face like Drake Muda I break the big eight on the 40 set he played I keep a bitch like Luna Vachon Take him to the country, triple my bomb Triple H with the sledgehammer Meet me with three suits at the wreck, that's fair grammar Two books got me a veggie bomb Lockdown at 10, I 
got the microwave from 950, don't touch my shit. Cut the bottom of the mob bucket, don't get none of it, no. I told you he could get in with an onion, he was frontin' like he had one. This why them Latin kings stabbed him already. He had to join on him, ain't shot nothing. Lord Library bloody. See your time I slipped on some with a fat ass. I been could have fucked the who last did this 055. Children hospital niggas every time we wake up. Somebody gon' die, somebody gon' die. Hey yo, remember T Dot nigga? We used to cut the bottom of the motherfucker, my buckets, nigga. Put six rices in motherfucking eight soups in that shit. Mrs. Dash and Goya. I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what all the seasonings you had, but nigga, when you dumped the rice out, nigga, the bottom of that shit was burgundy, nigga. We don't fucking play around. I want 10 green, all that shit. 055, nigga. Free slide, he 019, though. Free DC Black. Griselda, Griselda. By fashion rap, by fashion rap, by fashion rap. Bay 
it's the flavor in it, baby. Yellow pebbles in the bezel, so we rockin' in a way. Out my pocket, putting shots, I'm like I'm at a Rockets game. I don't dance, I just pull up my pants and rock away. Protect your connect. No stylist, whole team be wildin', yeah. Protect your connect. Move silent, this party private, yeah. Protect your connect. Money piling, can't fit in a wallet, yeah. Protect your connect. Circle silent, no squares inside it. This world know about money and pussy, and you need to figure it out. <laughs> Once you figure it out, you'll be better off in life. Unless it costs a hundred thousand I want all the money and the power 